Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Sons of Pitches podcast. Obviously, you haven't heard from us for a while. We've been having to do some grieving periods because of the recent Euros 2020 result. Well, it's not even that recent anymore. And also, before we start, some of us may have been, or no, well, none of us have been infected with the COVID, but we are all currently under isolation. I say I'm all, not. there's two of us. Relax. <laughs> I feel going strong, mate. I'm working at a pub. <laughs> yeah, well, Matt Bartley's going out there trying to get the COVID and becoming the super spreader more than... Bartley, Bartley's doing his best. But yeah, boys, how have you been? How are you feeling? Yeah, I was saying before, and I, I haven't actually spoke or seen anything about the final since the final, and I don't really want to do it now, lads. I can't lie. <laughs> Which is, it becomes a struggle making a podcast about the final. <laughs> it struggles yeah. when you're making a football podcast I mean, and you don't want to talk about football. Yeah, I was feeling much better until um, yeah we started talking about it just now, man. I just put it out of my mind, but you know it's got to be done. At the end of the day. It's part of the healing process. The boy's done us proud, but man. It's, so, it's something to be celebrated. Yeah. What are the stages again? It's like denial. The heartbroken, bro. It's heartbroken. Heartbroken and we stay heartbroken until we win the World Cup in 2022. Yeah. It's coming in 2022. <laughs> but just, just before we do get in all, to, in all the tears, Bartley starts crying, Charlie runs out the room. And I run away from home, but... There is, there is heavy potential for me to take headphones off here if one of you piss me off as well, boys. There Putting is heavy potential. <laughs> yeah, just a disclaimer, just a disclaimer. For the structure of this week's episode, we'll be talking about everything, kind of wrapping up the Euros, giving one kind of final verdict, talking about the final, and then we'll be getting onto a team of the tournament that was selected by UEFA, picking apart that, who is rightfully in there, who missed out. Then finally, we'll be going into our scenarios, which is testing which kind of chef each player in this team, the tournament category they would fit under. And then that will be it for us for a couple of weeks. We'll go away, we'll regroup and we'll come back bigger and better. Hopefully we'll have a Facebook page by then as well. Potentially we might have a Facebook (laughs) page, but I mean, you might be waiting a while for that one as well. But you know, you know, good things come to those who wait. England are actually going to bring it home before we have a Facebook page, lads. Mate, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't I'm be so mad. don't want to hear it coming home ever again. <laughs> well, Give it a year, Bartley. Give it a year. Well, we'll be talking Those all words about that now. For another time. Bartley, another stage in my life. Get it all off your chest. So let's get into the first section of this episode. So first section of the episode, we know it is. Unfortunately, we don't have a tweet of the week this week just because there's better things to be talking about. And even though this isn't something we want to be talking about, it's something we will be talking about. So, Bartley, you said you didn't want to hear it's coming home anymore. Is it hit you that hard? It's genuine. Mate, I, I haven't heard the words it's coming home since that day. And just hearing it then really, really got to me. Why would you? Why would you Why would you hear it? It ain't going to come up again for until December exactly. of 2022, I, mate. I, I sort of forgot it exists. It's like hearing three lines now. It'll, oh. be, it'll be like... Hearing like a Christmas song on the twenty on the first of January, but even what like ten times worse. Yeah. Nah. To be fair, the, it, I I didn't I don't get the same reaction from the S coming home 
because I I've, I've, I was I'm in quite a weird place with it, man. Because it's devastating, but it's a young group of players, and I mean they were fucking unbelievable all tournament. Even in the final, they fought literally until it went to penalties, man. How unlucky is that? Penalties straight. It's a very well structured Italy team as well. Who in all other matches, possibly they might not have been the best footballing playing team, but their fitness is fucking relentless. And the fact that we was able to keep them and keep pushing all of that extra time. Yeah. Like, I, I thought I don't I thought, think you played that well in the finals, we felt they were the better team. No, I think I, I played and, better and I've had this I've had this argument. No. Mate, the you're you're like the only reason you're saying they were the better team because obviously they had more of the ball and were like in our half more. We went one up in the second minute. We're yeah. not going to yeah, like but, keep no, 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 we, were the, we were defending the lead. We went, we went one that. up. We went one up in the second minute and then we sat back and we defended well. They didn't have many clear cut opportunities and the goal was from a set piece that shouldn't have. That goal should never have happened, man. That was terrible, terrible bobbling ball. They had about four chances to score. That should never have happened. We defended unbelievably well, and then we did even, defend very well. Even and that was what that was our game. We scored the goal, and it was. I said before the game, I thought that what would happen was that it'd be kind of interesting because neither of the teams would have wanted to play on the front foot. Both of us wanted to play on the counter attack, yeah. and we got the goal two minutes in, which arguably suits us. But it was so unexpected. I feel that they just went into their shield. They were like, right, fuck, we're winning the Euro final here. I thought we we scored too early. That was the problem. Hundred percent, mate. You you usually you're playing over ninety minutes of football because obviously added time. Because usually you're going into a game of a ninety minute football game, and more or less the whole time you won't be a goal up. Like you're not defending anything. You're going out and you're trying to attack. The fact that we were defending something the whole game up until they scored, like obviously it's going to put you kind of on the back foot. I mean, I don't think that should put you back on the back foot, though. Like, shouldn't that spur you on to go and do better well, and score no, more? It's, it's easy but, for us to say that. I know it, the thing I, is, we did it we, even against like Czech Republic and Croatia, who aren't who aren't in Italy. We still sit, sat back when we scored. Yeah, Czech Republic was exactly yeah. the same. We scored in the tenth minute and we sat back for eighty minutes. Yeah, yeah but to do our, that, our strongest suit throughout the tournament was our defense. We would our, our defensively were. It, we were incredible all tournament. We let um, in two we got, goals. We got the early goal. We shouldn't have sat back as much as we did because it's asking to concede in the second minute. Yeah. You can't defend for an entire game. So, yeah, that isn't... It's, it's not ideal, is it? But at the, end of the, at the end of the day, it's a young team that have just gone 1-0 up in a Euro final, a final that England haven't been in for 55 years. That that is gonna be their instant reaction. Like shit, we're winning the Euros. Even like sitting in a pub, from my perspective, I was sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? We're winning yeah. the Euros. Like you know what I mean? It's not a everyday. Exactly. Exactly. It was it was almost like it was it almost like, it was almost like they they were in shock. So yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it would spur you on. And obviously, it was in Wembley. Crowd going mental. It was it would have been a great atmosphere. But I feel like it was almost like they were just in shock and they their first yeah. reaction was like, fuck, defend what we've got. Why push forward and try and score more when it leaves at risk to a counter-attack when we can just sit back? They've got to break us down. We're well-structured. We're good at defending. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I thought we played very well. I think the goal was to a degree unlucky, 
but pretty poorly defended. I mean, we shouldn't be conceded from a set piece, especially how we did concede as well, just a massive goal mouth scramble. Um, but yeah, I think also, like, if you look at it, and as you keep saying, it's a young team, you look at the majority of teams who win major tournaments, and although we didn't win, we still got to a final and everything like that. The majority of teams that win major tournaments or World Cups, they're all, they're, all their players are in their prime. And the reason that they win is because they've come to an age kind of 27, 28, 29, when they're all in their prime, they're playing their best football and then it gets to the next major tournament and they usually fall off. That's mainly why there's the World Cup curse and everything like that. You look at this team, this team is so young. Like, I don't know what the average age was, but I would guess it's around 23, 24. The fact that that team still has at least two major tournaments in it and like can only oh, be yeah. added to to make it better. I think that's so positive. That's why I was saying, like, I, I when we lost, obviously I was fucking absolutely gutted. Like, it was heartbreaking. And it was heartbreaking for a couple of days. But I was in quite a weird place because, yeah, it was gutting and heartbreaking. But I was just like, they they did do us so proud. Like, they'd done the country proud. It lifted the whole country. Yeah. Every single one of those players was outstanding for the whole tournament. And, yeah, it's a young team. Like, this isn't our last chance. It's not like you know, we've got a team full of 29, 30-year-olds and it's like, oh, they're all going to be gone next time around. We're going to have to freshen it up like so many teams have been through. This is, this this team will still be a young team at the World Cup in a year's time. They will still be a young team, an inexperienced team, but they've already got the experience of a World Cup semi-final and a Euros final. Yeah. They're so experienced for young players and they're so talented and good. And by the time the next Euros and the World Cup after that comes around, that we're going to be in serious business. They're all going to be in their primes. They're all going to be playing, you know, at the top. They're already playing at the top level of football. How many players have we got playing for City, Chelsea, oh, Dortmund, no. even still? Yeah, fuck me. Saka needs to get himself a move to a bigger club, doesn't he? No, yeah, it's, it's, it is great to see. And it's a rare thing in football, even with other countries, other big countries like, you know, like Brazil, Spain, Germany, whoever. Not many teams have had the success that we've had with a team as young as we've got. Yeah, and yeah, it, it, it's it, the future looks so bright. The Obviously, only... it's gotten right now, but you know. Yeah. Well, just see, apparently in St George's Park, they've got a countdown for the World Cup. They've always had the, like the countdown for the World Cup next year since the last World Cup. Like apparently, they're, they're everywhere building towards the next World Cup. They weren't really building towards this Euros. So yeah. to do as well as we did in this Euros is a bonus, really. Yeah, but it would have been great to win it. Like. Yeah, just get what, get the I think right. I think we did. It would have been. You did. You did touch on how it kind of uplifts the country, and I think we'd kind of be doing the wrong job if we didn't point out the things that happened after mm. the match, and just like it's it's mad how literally people can support a team so much and be so passionate about a team when they're winning and be getting behind the players and the morale and everything like that. But then the way that some people can switch and the manner in which they switch, whether it's towards violence against other fans, just because they're of a different ethnicity or from a different country, the violence they inflict towards them, the violence that they inflict on social media with the racial hatred and just the abuse that's constantly fired. It's just, it's mental. And it's done us out of the 2030 World Cup. And rightly so, I don't want a World Cup in this country if it means that as soon as England lose there's going to be like chaos mm. it's, it, it honestly it is and will forever remain baffling to me how can you right 
watched that game, right? And I don't know about you, but even after we lost the penalties, right, I was gutted. Like I said, it was just like they'd done so well. Yeah. Filled us with so much pride. And those players, those three players, Rashford, Sancho, Saka, Rashford is the oldest at 23 years old. He's yeah. 23 years old. He's two years older than we are. They're still effectively kids, especially Saka. He's 19 years old. He's actually younger than we are. How can you, right, as a 50-year-old man, but how can you, as a a grown man, be standing there watching that game and think, you know what, I'm going to go and racially abuse that kid, that child? Yeah. Um, It is. It is. It's it's just the lowest of the low, the the absolute scum. And especially, I'm not being funny, but the other thing is, like you said, for the whole tournament... They're getting so behind England, so passionate. People were abusing Southgate for not playing Sancho all tournament. The guy brings him on in the final, he missed a penalty, all of a sudden he's getting racial abuse. It's a joke. Saka was one of our players of the tournament, was incredible. Against Czech Republic, against Germany, all the games he played, he was incredible. And again, he's a kid. He has stepped up to take that fifth penalty in a, a Euro final, the first final the country's reached for 55 years. Do you understand how much bollocks that takes? Probably the like, most important kick in England football history. Exactly. He's 19 years old. He has played, what, five, six games for England in total. And he's taken... And never taken penalty. a penalty for Arsenal. He's he's never taken a penalty in his professional career. The guy has never taken a penalty in his career. And the first penalty he's taken is standing up as the last penalty to keep England in the game of a Euro final. And yeah, that does take more. don't know why Southgate, if, if you really bring people on for penalties... At least bring him on like ten minutes before, so he can like can run out the nerves yeah. out the legs, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Bring him on like a minute before the penos is such a bad idea, man. I don't know why uh, I did that. I, I don't, I don't think it's that, that. I don't think it's the worst plan. You know what I mean? If you want, I do see what Barley's saying though. Like you, nah. can't get but if you come on to a game, no matter what, no matter what stand you play, when you come on to the bench, you all have nerves in your legs. Everyone does. Yeah, but yeah, then but... after the first touch, your first tackle, whatever. They're like you feel a lot better, but I don't think they had enough time to get into the game to like feel they were really part of it before they took the penalty. It's like penalties are all psychological, isn't it? No, yeah, yeah. I do. I I get what you're saying, and obviously, yeah, like it's not the same. But like, if if they if those are just five penalty takers, those are just five penalty takers, isn't it? It doesn't matter how long they've got. If they've yeah, been practicing them and training, you know what I mean. They're doing them over and over again. They're obviously good yeah. at penalties. They've shown they're good at penalties. That's why they were taking them. Yeah, I I would say the only not even necessarily a mistake, but the only foot Southgate probably put wrong was that that literally the last 10 minutes of the final. The last, he was unbelievable tournament, but those last 10 minutes, for me, I agree with you, they should have come on earlier, but, you know, it is what it is. They come on when they did. They were there to take the penalties and it was just unfortunate they missed. You know what I mean? It's the role mm. of a dice penalty. Yeah, I mean, if they go and score... And we win the penos like mm. Southgate's held as a hero again. Exactly, exactly. It's literally the flip of a coin, even for the players. I mean, Rashford's, it is completely random. Rashford's penalty was so unlucky, by the way. I don't think this has been appreciated enough. He'd done what he wanted to. He'd run up, sent the keeper the wrong way and just yeah, post. Yeah, I thought it was, it was a brilliant so penalty, apart from the fact it didn't go in. But yeah, like, mate, right. he did everything he wanted to, what, but managed to roll the word. What the biggest piss take is, yeah, he had literally from the center of the goal to the post, and he missed. Yeah. He missed the mark by about yeah, because he an sold inch. on a room absolute dream, didn't he? He was basically on the other side of the goal, half an inch further to the right, and that is a goal. But mm. you know, it, it just it wasn't meant to be. I, what a I ping from Maguire, by the way. 
Oh, what's mate, what a pen. Mate, listen, listen but you always knew he had it in him, boys. He backed Maguire mate, from the start. Mate, we've been Maguire I love that man. Honestly, I might get two England shirts, one with Maguire on the back and one with Saka on the back, boys. I love him. What about boy. Phillips? Ah, oh, Phillips is my oh, new fucking... I'm just getting... How many, how many men were there in the squad in the end? I'm just going to get a frame of all of them. <laughs> I think, I yeah, I think we're kind of the main thing to leave with is... The boys have done us proud. Like we've done, we got to our first final Beyond in proud, bro. fifty-five proud. years. More than proud. They've done the country Heroes. proud. Every, Every single, single one of them. them. And yeah, I don't yeah, think we could have topped the World Cup. The I thought the World Cup was the best footballing experience I've ever Mate, had. But it also, yeah, Euros was probably better. We haven't. I mean, we because it's been a couple of weeks. We obviously didn't talk about the Denmark game, but how fucking good was that day as well? What, oh, what mate, game? Hundred percent. The what great day? determination they showed. What day did you boys prefer, the Germany win or the Denmark win? Mate, Germany. Germany. I think my Germany, the Germany was probably my favourite game I've ever seen. Germany's oh. up there with my games in terms of like watching. In It's like up there with the England All Blacks game in the semi-final of the World Cup. No, mate, Germany, England, Germany meant more to me, to be fair. England, Germany was, it was, and, it was like, yeah, I was ridiculous, man. Like blackout drunk, but it was, it was beautiful scenes. But yeah, I think so. We can never celebrate that down. I don't know about day. you, Charlie, but we can probably put that down as our game of the tournament. Well, Germany. Oh, absolutely, bro. Yeah, Abs- absolutely. But yeah, talking talking about of the tournament, I think we should get into our next section and the main section of this show. We will be having a slightly shorter episode this show since we're just wrapping everything up and ramping up for the second stage of the podcast, which is the beginning of the Premier League. But in our next section, we'll be looking at the team of the tournament. So, into our team, well, not our team of the tournament, into the team of the tournament, chosen by UEFA. For those who haven't seen it, I'll just run through you it quickly. We have in goal Donnarumma. As a defenders, they've decided to go for a four at the back, and they've gone Cole Walker, Benucci. Maguire and Spinzola. And then midfielders, we have Hoiberg, Charlie's favourite, Jorginho and Pedri. And then our front three is Chiesa, Lukaku and Sterling. So, boys, off the bat, who has missed out of this team? The whole England starting 11, boys. That's <laughs> what I want the team of the tournament to be. Um, no, Donna's seriously, uh... though. I'm putting it out there, right? Donnarumma was incredible, but Pickford was fucking unbelievable all tournament. He got the golden Donna glove. Rumor, How are you not the best goalkeeper in Donna the tournament? Donnarumma only, only got in that team because he won. Donnarumma won player of the tournament, didn't he? But yeah. he, only, he only got that because that if England won the final, Pickford would have been in that team and Sterling would have won. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. He would have got player of the tournament. Pickford would have got player of the tournament if they won the uh, penalties. I, th- I think Sterling would have got player of the tournament. But the Jorginho save was different gravy. How good is that video, by yeah. the way, boys? Yeah, going, no, problem. No, no problem, mate. No problem. Steps yeah. up and saves. Just like just talking <laughs> to himself, hyping himself up. It's sweet, it's, mate. That was the biggest moment of his career. The geezer's been slugged off for over a year, and he is saying to himself, "For the biggest moment, the fifth penalty of the Euros, he has to save it to keep it in the game." And he's going to himself, "Yeah, no problem, mate." Steps it's, up. It's, and a, it's a shame, in it, that the loss has kind of overshadowed slightly how good Jordan Pickford was. He's oh, I love oh, he's, he was I love, unreal in the final as well, yeah. You know what yeah. would be even better if we, go back, if we go back to the Premier League season, Jordan Pickford is shit for Everton because the man is just a different animal for England. He loves it. I think in another goalkeeper, I'd say, um, I think Sommer had a great tournament. 
Yeah. Sommer yeah, did have a great tournament, yeah. But he, I don't yeah, think he was quality. quite... don't think he was quite Donnarumma and Pickford. I just think like some of the saves he pulled so, off... Kasper Schmeichel so deserves a mention as well. Obviously, Fuck he Kasper probably Schmeichel. wasn't sniffing the... I thought uh, Schmeichel was great. In that England match, he was no. man of the match. Kasper Schmeichel oh, yeah, he was is, is a great player. I've always had so much time for Kasper Schmeichel as well, man. I just like Leicester, but yeah. he's, fuck, he's fucked me right off this tournament he has. No, yeah. mate. What, to be fair, what he said was bang on. Yeah, it was very true. Nah, fuck it. Nah, nah, I'm not getting into it. Fuck you, so, so are we all in agreement that we probably think Pickford missed out with goalkeeper of the tournament? Pickford definitely I mean, deserves a mention. Yeah, but Donnarumma was fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah Donnarumma. Not... I mean, they both, neither of them put a foot wrong the tournament, did they? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, both of them are acceptable. So, like, I'm not saying it's ridiculous, but for me, I think Pickford was better. But that yeah. could also be biased as well. Let's yeah. not <laughs> then for Then for the back four, we have Walker, Benucci, Maguire, and Spinazzola. Um, I, I think that is that back four. So I, think fact, I don't think Walker scoring. had the best tournament. I don't think Walker played. Like, I thought you know Walker what? was class. No, Walker no, but was out class. of everyone in that um, England team, would you put Walker like top five performers? No, but yeah. mate, I, I think I think Walker was class, yeah. But I think Walker was better when he played in a back five and he played at centre back. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I think he I was think, unreal against Germany, man. I think Myler should have been the right back. For I was, I, I got Myler. I, I also he think is, at left back, I know it's back, difficult it? to say because he obviously got injured in the semi-final, but I think Luke Shaw definitely put his hand up for best left back of the tournament. Luke Shaw was, yeah. was, was, was he's definitely, yeah, Luke Shaw Four was back, incredible okay. tournament, but Spinozola was Italy's best player. He was a joke until he got He, like, announced himself, didn't yeah. he? Like, not like, he, he genuinely, like, I, I was... I thoroughly enjoyed watching Spinozola play. He was an unbelievable tournament. Until he Do got you here. think Benucci was better than Chiellini? Mm, yeah, I mean, yeah. Benucci, Chiellini was out for a few games as well, wasn't he? Benucci yeah. scored scored two proper important penalties as well, which you know always adds adds to. The... Maybe a cheeky little shot for right back. Dumfries oh, yeah, and he scored the goal. I think Dumfries, Dumfries yeah, had a good group you stage. You can't put it. You can't put him in for just a group stage. I think, if anything, it shows it interesting because maybe Benucci isn't the transgender sheep. Maybe Benucci really oh, yeah. is. <laughs> he really sheep. is. Oh yeah. The goat. Well, no, maybe. Chiellini has been the main man in that defense for a long, yeah. long time, mate. One Euros doesn't change that. Benucci's still the transgender sheep. Mate, I can't really Sorry, bro. transgender sheep. I did say this at the time, we but thinking? we went with it. So, also, by the way, just before we move on, Harry Maguire should have won playing the tournament. What a player. Yeah, Harry Maguire was class. As soon as he <laughs> comes in, that was it the mate, third game? He was actually unbelievable in August. He got... He, he, yeah, he came in against Czech Republic and was our second best player. Saka got man of the match. He got man of the match against Germany. Yeah, 100%. Even like, I'm not saying Ming should have got in the similar tournament, but he like he didn't really call himself to get dropped, did he? And but as soon as Maguire did come in, you can tell why. Like he, he brings another dimension. His distribution is ridiculously good as well. So on to midfield, we have Hoiberg, yeah, Jorginho, what? and Pedri. I think Pedri was um, class, uh, but I don't know if I'd put him honest, in the team tournament. To be honest, I I reckon all three of these players can easily be changed out. Even Jorginho. I know everyone's been bumming him off. Nah, but... Jorginho. Pe- I thought Pedri was unreal. But Pedri, why, mate, Pedri, yeah. Pedri. Oh, he, oh. Ran the show. he ran the show in that Spanish midfield. He's a very sideways passer, though. He's moving a bit like Jordan. That's Henry. all Spain do, mate. That's their speciality. You know what I mean? How many, like, oh, I don't know. I mean, he's he's young and he's going to be sick when he's older. But, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have put him in the team at the tournament. I thought he was good. I, th- I know 
it's a bit of a weird one because he went out in the last 16, but I think if Pogba went any further, he could have announced himself as like yeah, Pogba was the player of the tournament. He was I mean, unreal. I think someone playing. someone who also announced himself in the round 16 and went out the round after, I think Xhaka, purely Mate, for that performance. But Just, he had yeah, that game, was unreal man. performance. Yeah, it was unbelievable. But one good game, mate. It doesn't put you in a team of the tournament. Did we mention Phillips? Mate, Calvin Phillips honestly should have been in that team, man. Charlie Fowley's the biggest hater has turned. Honestly, I hate I hated that man with a passion. I hate Leeds. But ever since this Euro campaign, mate, he's my favourite footballer on the planet, boys. I love him. Can't wait to see him for Leeds. Can't I would have put, put him in over Hoiberg and Pedri. What are we saying for people like Borelli, Verratti, Locatelli? Nah, I mean, nah. like, the thing is with them that they were like they got changed about a little bit. Barella's yeah. arguably got the biggest. Yeah, shot I feel like you got you got to be a starter to get the team of the tournament. Yeah, Verratti was starting every game, wasn't he? No, not when he came start. back. He was. Was it just? No, yeah, because he was injured was. for the start, wasn't he? Yeah, but still, no. I think Barella may have played every game, or did he? I don't know. You said I know Locatelli got changed about quite a bit. Locatelli come out for Verratti. That was like yeah. what happened. Because I thought Hoiberg was good. Not really. Uh, he's not really saying it as an Arsenal fan. Player, it? Mate, oh, I don't know, man. He and listen. He... he didn't have a bad tournament. He had a good tournament, but did he set the tournament light? But he's not kind. He's not that kind well, of player. Considering. Though. Well, that's that, what I want in my team in the tournament. I know Delaney. Delaney had a great tournament Mate, as well. That, Dam's God. Without arguably a winger. But Dam's God. That Dam's God from Denmark gives you coming for Ericsson. I'd just stick him in midfield. He was unbelievable when he come in. But if you're if you're saying for like people who set the world alight, Kante doesn't set the world alight, but yeah, yeah, but that's different because Kante will win you games like by himself. Hoiberg, but Hoiberg that. has that. Hoiberg in him. is a boring player. He's a boring player. He yeah, was but not he's boring a in the Euros. He, yeah. bollocks, mate. he was unreal. He was like he was, forward. He was, I bet he's he was got good. No, yeah. He was playing further up than he does for Tottenham, doesn't he? Still, I don't think he was. I don't think he's team of the tournament quality. I don't. I think he was good. I don't know who you'd yeah. swap out for him. Swap in for him, sorry. Damsgaard is who he's saying. Damsgaard. I'd put Barella Damsgaard. in over him as well and Calvin Phillips. No, nah, I think Calvin, Calvin Phillips in for Pedri. As much going forward as Hoiberg. Hoiberg was just a beast, mate. See him against uh, Wales. Yeah, he was class. But that's that not shit, hard, mate. Like, that's Wales. Wales were really out good. of that depth. We've had this conversation many times. Wales who were they playing the calls? I can't remember Denmark in the calls. They won four, like four 0 again. I can't remember who it was against. Oh, oh Czech no, Czech Republic in it. Was yeah, 2-1. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was two one. Yeah, it yeah, was Czech Republic. So on to our forwards, we have Chiesa, Lukaku, Sterling. Now you right. lot, this you is lot outrageous. Saying, Apart from Sterling, we're saying that it's Lukaku shouldn't be in there, and I do think it is more of his group stage. But I do still think he was good. Right, he was end- no, he was all right. I don't think he was at his top of like his best though. No, he was good, but there was better strikers, man. In, she, the last six, she, in the last 16 and four finals, she, he, yeah. much he was unbelievable. He was Czech Republic's best player and joined yeah, top goal scorer. So he was quality. Even Harry Kane, I mean, he was shite in the groups, but he played well in the semis and the quarters. I'd put Ronaldo there as well. If Ronaldo had stayed in longer, the amount of goals he would have scored would have been ridiculous. This is what I said. Yeah, but mate, he's scoring tap-ins, man. Portugal was so bad. They were such a letdown. They were awful. But yeah, yeah, this is this is what I was saying earlier when we were talking about not playing in the groups. I mean, it's the other way around because he didn't play in the groups and then played later in the tournament. But Chiesa, mate, 
people are like gassing him, yeah, and he had a good end to the tournament. He did, but That's what he I was should saying. not be. He was unreal, but if you don't play all the time, surely you're not teaming at all. He only didn't play the first two games. Berardi played the first two games, then he played the rest. Yeah, but he no, no he, he played, played in the round Austria, of sixteen as well. Yeah, yeah. He Does scored he against Austria and he 16? started starting after that. Berardi started. Chiesa come on and scored in an extra time. Yeah, yeah Chiesa was still unreal. He's scoring those important goals, isn't he? Yeah, but he, mate, nah, not for me. To be honest, I, I, I would I don't... start Forsberg in there, to be fair. Forsberg, Forsberg was, was, was yeah. class. And that Sweden team was pretty dreadful looking back on it. And he was Isaac was good in that Sweden team. Isaac, Isaac was good, Isaac but he didn't ball, really... Yeah. He was like a luxury player, innit? He wasn't really grabbing the game by the horn too. So every time mm. he got it, he was sick. Insigne was better than Chiesa as well. Yeah, Insigne. Yeah, I yeah, said in my yeah. play. Chiesa was... Quite an exciting player, and he, he was a big he was a big game player as well. Yeah. And he got a couple he did, of winners. He did he did score big goals as well. Well, that's the one thing I'll give to him. But yeah, Do you um, know what I did like. I mean, he 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 did kind of play as a defender, but Thorgan Hazard impressed me. Yeah, yeah he was good. But he again, plays the, a wing back. I would have been he? a bit skeptical with... if he didn't make it to the team in the tournament, though. Yeah, mate. I to be fair, Lukaku. Oh, but yeah, nah. No, I'm definitely Schick, Schick is the only other person I would have put in instead. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was like originally. It, it, I was like, Schick, Kaku, but yeah, Schick is the standout man for the striker. But yeah. I don't think Lukaku's an outrageous person well. to put in. No, when I still saw it, I was a bit more outrageous. But then when you think about like who else could go in, it is basically only Schick. But yeah. he, but he, was, he, like, six, he like, was like, he definitely could have been in it. Yeah, Puppy Sliders made it as well. Honestly, I'm so I'm so happy he proved me wrong. I'm so happy. Oh, I tried to tell you at the start of the tournament. I told you he was a world class player. this corner that much. Yeah, well, I told you he was a world class player. We've had this debate many times, at least twice. Not many I still times. don't know if I call still. him world class, but he's... he is world class, and he always has been world. In your there's definition, no two, yeah. there's no two ways about it. Giza should have won player of the tournament. Had a, yeah, had no, and I agree with that. Had a half a bad season at City and then hasn't played, and all of a sudden everyone's forgetting. Do you think he's Sterling. in the top three best left wingers in the world? That's an outrageous definition for world class. Yeah, it should be. I don't be. think that the is best an outrageous definition. Position. The, the, for world top, class. the top three. That is a yeah. joke. Yeah. No. Top five. No. Top five. No way. Top three. If you're world class, five. you're at the top of your. World position. class means best in the world. It means like best of the best, doesn't it? Oh, no, it me. means oh. it means they are. Their class is like on the world stage if they're playing the Champions League. If they're like co- constantly getting to the late stage, no, because because there's, there's two teams in the Champions League. So you're well, yeah, saying someone not, plays for like Copenhagen no, no. is world class? Did I say that? I said later stages of the Champions League. Not he did just say later stages. stages, right? Getting, do you know? Do you know what? You know what? We'll leave it. Further. We'll leave it up to our um, viewers, in it. We'll leave it up to our viewers. You tell us via our Instagram page or eventually our Facebook page what you think your definition is of world class. In fact, when we do set up Google the Facebook page, that will be class. one of the questions and that will be one of the things that I want you to tell us. What is your definition of world class? I want Saka in team tournament instead of Chiesa. That's yeah, yeah, but I'll back that. I'll back that solidly. But then again, you have you had the argument for Chiesa. Yeah, no, I don't care though. Saka's a different breed. Saka, Saka, different. Saka gets different, different gravy. So there we go. There, there's our analysis of this Euros team of the tournament. And we will take the original team rather than the players we've said to go in into our scenarios for the final part of this section of the podcast. So, ladies and gentlemen, the part you have all 
been waiting for. We have the scenarios. And in this week, we have the chef scenarios. And so for this, we will be going through the team of the tournament and putting each player in a certain category of chef and depending on what category they suit best. So without any further ado, we have the shit spoons Barbara. chef. So this is the microwave maverick. This is the geezer who cannot cook for shit. Right, I think either Hoiberg, just because I don't really like Hoiberg. Fuck Hoiberg. <laughs> That's my reasoning. Second, Benucci, right? And hear me out on this one. Think Benucci, because the geezer just doesn't give a fuck. He's going home, grabbing a block of ice from the fridge, just eating it and going <laughs> to bed. That's what he does. Just whatever. Just get, get well, maybe not ice, like chicken. Geezer just grab a plain chicken breast, stuff it down his throat, get the protein in him, and then just fuck off to the gym. That's what Benucci's doing on, on, a, on, a, on a standard Monday morning. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking personally for Shit Spoon Chef, I'm thinking Carl Walker. I can't even see him. Yeah, I was going to say Carl Walker. I think Benucci's Italian, isn't he? He, he yeah. won't be. No, Benucci's but, got all the pasta, the tagliatelle. The thing with the thing with Carl Walker, yeah, I do hear what you're saying, but I just don't think Carl Walker would cook. I think he just resorts to calling in a takeaway. Yeah, I know yeah, he calls like in his sex, so he must as well call yeah, in a exactly. takeaway as well. But then call that in, means he's a shit cook as well. Calling a pizza and a prostitute, yeah, but he ain't pizza cooking, and prostitute. He ain't cooking the he ain't cooking the food, is he? The geezer's getting it delivered. Yeah, so, well then yeah, that surely makes him a shit chef, no, doesn't it? So yeah, he is a shit chef, but he can't be the shit spoon chef because he's not cooking it. He's not there. Yeah, not but he's and also he's microwaving it as well. He could be. Like big quick ready meal, bang it in. Oh, I, I completely agree with Kim, man. I think it should be Walker. The geezer doesn't strike me as a guy who can cook or will cook. Exactly <laughs> my on the point. Level. But I think the point is if he's just shit chef. Yeah, nah, shit chef material doesn't matter still, where he works. Still think it should be Hoiberg. I disagree. The man I think we could see shit, Hoiberg uh, fish, I later. Oh, actually, I no, there's quite a few fish. Yeah, and so then we have the smart chef, the science chef, the Heston Blumenthal kind of chef. If you don't know who that is, that's the bald guy with glasses who does cool shit. This one's got to be Jorginho, no? It's the CDM in it, the one that's like calculating the game. Reading the game, pinging the balls out. I was gonna go Spinozola purely because his name strikes me as like a <laughs> mad scientist. I can see that. I can see Spinozola. I can see Pedri as well. I, I, no, I, I can Pedri with like a tacos. No offense, that's kind of racist actually. <laughs> but I can Pedri like have like a van and just For like sake, go around beaches selling tacos. Selling tacos. Uh, mate, to be fair, technically tacos is Mexican. It's not really yeah. racist. I mean, no, 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 no. Just a vision, bro. It's just a vision. It's just a vision. It's no racism. It's just a vision. Mate, I think it's got to be one of their midfielders, Jorginho or Pedri, man. Science. They're just like midfielders are like the scientists of football. Well, everyone's, everyone's been nicknaming Pedri as the young Xavi, hasn't he? And Xavi was a yeah. smart footballer. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that sort of player, like a little get the ball, just a little pass here, keep it moving, dictate the game. Like they read it well, like science. But like, also, Spinazzola was kind of like. Linking yeah, stuff together and everything like that, wasn't it? Nah, mate, he was just straight get the ball and run, isn't it? He was just gas. Yeah. Pedri's age is the only thing that's holding me back from putting this. Yeah, section. that's what Jorginho, mate. The geezer sits in that pocket, basically does the same thing as Pedri. Jorginho just, just looks bit slimy, deeper. though. He is Italian, mm-hmm. though. They know how to cook. He is I, really feel, I feel quite strongly about Spinazzola. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely against Spinazzola. There's no I'm not reason completely against Spinazzola at all. Name. 
Yeah, because you're you're on the same level as Bartley in intellect, Key, and that's why. What the highest level? What's your reasoning for Jorginho? He passes the ball well. He's a fucking centre mid. He reads the game well. He literally is like a scientific footballer. There's and not like, a lot of creativity in that though. Spinner's owner's got that. You know, he's got that little spark science, about Science isn't creativity. It's about factual, just boring nah, shit. No, 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 no. Not this type of science, though. Hesky yeah, Matrix Blumenthal, he mixes Bartley, science and art, bro. He Bartley, mixes science and art. Bartley, Bartley, fuck you. He's got fuck an inspired off. touch. The headphones are no, coming off. No, no. I swear to God. Touch, I nearly took them seen... off. When he first put it out there and you agreed with him, Keen, I nearly took the headphones off. I'm not going to lie. Bro, have you seen his fucking roast dinner? Mate, listen, you can fuck off. And it right? takes about three days to make. Your reasoning like four is different his types name. of chicken. Your reasoning is his name. You have zero reasoning. No, well, no, you know what? Do you know what? With that in mind, with that in mind, I reckon we put science chef as Spinozola. Yeah. Uh, I'm done. That's it. I'm having <laughs> zero are off. in the next three. Goodbye. Cheers. Have a good week, lads. Cheers to streaming down. I'll see face. you for the Premier League. So then awesome. we have. Oh, he's actually got his head in his hands. He's crying with his little hairband in his hair. <laughs> Look at him. He's not happy. He's frying the straws. Get back on you, slag. Look at him. He's actually frying the straw. So then on to our third one, and we have the vegan chef. Hang on. Did Spinozola actually go down for that one? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's the only logical option. That's got to be the worst reason in mind any scenario we've ever had. The geezer's name sounds sciencey. Sciencey. It does sound fucking sciencey. <laughs> so then we have the vegan chef. So this is kind of the quirky indie kind of chef. Likes to cook with plant-based food. Oh, mate, this is Pedri all over. This is this Pedri. This is pure Pedri. Yeah, this Just is Pedri. Just because he, he's the youngest one in the team, isn't it? Fuck yeah, yeah so he little. thinks he's all millennial and stuff vegan like that. Vegan tacos, mate. He's vegan tacos. Vegan, vegan tacos, tacos now. sake. Different racist. So then we have the angry chef. I think this has to go to Benucci or Hoiberg. I reckon Hoiberg. Hoiberg, yeah. He's I wouldn't get on the wrong side of the car either, though. I think, well, yeah, but I don't think, like, but that, it's not who you want to get on the wrong side of. I think Hoiberg... It's just like, he's got nothing up there. He's little. He literally refers to himself as the Viking. Yeah, he just loves getting sent off as well, doesn't he? He loves going yeah. clean through a player, Hoiberg. Yeah, I reckon Hoiberg. He, yeah, Hoiberg. He reminds me a little bit of like the Canio. Just little and feisty. Yeah. Just love, love it. And then we have the Michelin star chef. So that's just the best of the best, really, isn't it? All right, I've got a couple here, right? I reckon Spinozola and Donnarumma have a bit about him. I can see Don and Rumor having a bit about him. Yeah, I reckon... It needs to be mate, a big kitchen, that, though. Mate, the, you know what it is, right? It's not only, like, that they're Italian and Italians are always great cooks, but their beards their, their beards just look like they're fucking great cooks. I don't know why. Yeah. Just, I can only... I, the, the pictures are tiny as well, but just looking at them right now, I just looking for, yeah, you can make... Mate, I swear no, no chefs have beards. Because, like, well, they can get in the food, isn't it? The hairy bikers. Maybe, maybe in principle. Well, yeah, they're not chefs, bro. They're critics. You can put the fish in No, the they're not. They're chefs. Lies. That's they literally had a cooking show. I bet they critique the food. I'll bet on, I'll die on this hill. You what? To be fair, that wasn't an absolute claim from me. I'm not too sure if beard hair does get in the food. Well, no. You, they, to be fair, they have to wear, like, the little uh, fishnet things around yeah, their beard. Uh, Paul Hollywood's but, got a... Beard. All I'm saying is just when I looked at them, they look good. Kian, Kian, move on, move on. Mary Berry's got a beard. Oh, outrageous. Yeah, the other two, I reckon Lukaku has got a bit about him. 
quite I a big lad. I can see Lukaku having a bit about him. Quite a big lad, strong. I, I reckon he, he knows his way around the kitchen. I reckon he can yeah. cook a mean dish. And also, last one, I reckon oh, Sterling's wow. got a bit about him. I was going to say Sterling. I'm not Mate, too sure he's got, why. He's got that Caribbean flair. Yeah, he's got them he's Caribbean got vibes, isn't it? He looked like yeah. he, can, he can, like, smash he can, up he something pain. Yeah, he can definitely yeah, smash out a big dish. And then, lastly, the real winner, Kian, say it for me. Harry Maguire, obviously, he has to be him. Harry, Bangers Harry and mash, Maguire. you, get a, I would you eat, get a little bit of them, a little bit of gravy, he's fucking all over that. I would eat whatever the man put in front of me. Harry Maguire and Sterling, big cook, Mate. little cook. Oh, oh my word. God, yes. Oh, Bartley. Fucking hell. The brainwaves that are going off right now. The that things that have just yeah. happened that here. That might be the smartest guys. thing, the smartest thing Bartley's ever said on the podcast. My like, Lord. Fuck that. That might be the smartest thing Bartley's ever said in his life. My Outrageous. God. I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get oh, for putting spinners oh, in a science show. What a shout. Oh, that has made my day. That has made yeah. my day. So yeah, to sum that up, we have the shit spoon chef as Carl Walker getting the prostitutes and the pizzas in. We have the science chef as Spinozola because he's got a sciencey name. As a vegan chef, we have Pedri because he's just young and tries to be quirky. We've got the angry chef as Hoiberg because he's probably just going to go and hunt a lamb and eat it raw. And then we have the Michelin star chefs as Big Cook and Little Cook as Harry Maguire and Raheem Sterling. So there that we have it, beautiful. boys. There are our types of chefs. And that brings an end. This is end of season one, lads. This is end of season oh. one, technically. Fuck me. Emotional. I can't wait to not have to see your ugly mugs every week, lads. Fuck every week. Well, you've got about a week I'm and a done. bit. I'm done with you. Yeah, I'll take the extra half a week. But yeah, anyway, we just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened in. I think we're on over 150 listens now, which is mental. <laughs> thank so thank you to everyone who's been listening. Oh, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna go back, regroup, maybe bring in some new signings, maybe offload some of the deadwoods, Matt Bartley, and then we're gonna yeah. come back that's stronger than ever, ready for the Premier League season to kick off. Then once again, we'll be getting every podcast out on a Monday at the same time, uploading on the Instagram, possibly even having a Facebook group if you're lucky, and honestly. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got some big plans to be coming for season two. So we? <laughs> we 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 best to start again, lads. I big really hope we but yeah, anyway, we just want to say thank you and thank you for all for listening. And we will see you in the next couple of weeks. See you, lads. See you later,